with skies. We take you higher, spread your wings and let your soul fly. From the music to the fashion, now you know why. When it's feeling good, that touch your main. That's the feeling when you living in the lower skies. We take you higher, spread your wings and let your soul fly. From the music to the fashion, now you know why. When it's feeling good, I'm the Mediterranean in the lower land, loving the new beginning. Statues inside the castles with marble globes that's spinning. The world is yours, pearls on ocean floors. You step inside the feeling, the feeling we want to willing in the mercury. She want to skirt with me, lift a skirt above her neck and hit her virtually. It's a touch of me, feeling like pink cashmere. Suppressing my dress, I'm caressing with jazzy glare. The mink touch is a mean crush. Then it's swing the lust that could mean us. And we're back And we're black Let the beat ride. I don't know why I feel like I was in the studio. I'm in the studio, but I'm not in the studio. Like, every time I play this beat, I feel like I'm about to hit, uh, split a 16. I'm just like, uh, uh. uh. Shout out to Centipede on the beat. Shout out to Centipede on the beat. But this is really official, like right. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's getting there. It's getting intro there. music, man. I, I just started this intro music maybe like <laughs> six episodes ago. Oh, nice. Somebody said you should have intro music. I'm just like, all right. Shout out to Kita. Kita was just like, you should have an intro song. I was like, I guess that works. Normally, I put a song before the show and then let that go in, but I just kind of want like a theme song. Yeah, yeah theme yeah. song works. Theme song. And we're back. And we're black. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Ceiling Fans, the podcast, Ceiling Fans Podcast. Hashtag, make sure you hashtag Ceiling Fans Podcast. I am your host, Martel, Marty, a.k.a. I don't know, Marty, a.k.a. Grand Leroy, your baby mama's favorite b-boy, a.k.a. The father of Floral, a.k.a. Floral Poppy, a.k.a. Rose Zaddy, a.k.a. Marty B. Everywhere, a.k.a. Smarties, a.k.a. The Southside Champion. And like 20 more AKAs, you can tell I listen to Jesus and Mero, all that shit. Anyway, so we're back, man. I feel good. I feel good to be back. We're in our second season, second episode. Normally, I don't even call out the episodes. I'm like, I can record this, and this will be like the last episode of the season. But um, yeah, the second episode, I'm just going to keep it rolling, keep it rolling. Feel good to be back. Shout out to Darian. <laughs> Dorian, not Dorian. <laughs> Shout out to that Serban. Comes out like Dorian, Dorian. I'm like, ah, no, it's not my name, sir. It's not my name. Anyway, um, like always, we do. We back in into the show. I never know how to start the show. Still learning as I go with doing this. Thing is, I start listening to more of my episodes back again. A lot of times, I recorded, listen to it one time, and that'll be it. But now, I'm trying to get listen to the episodes more and try to. What? <laughs> What's your last name? Stepney. Oh my God! They said, "Do you want to tag you in this?" Oh my God! Were you on Facebook Live? Yeah, I had to switch because uh, uh, I wasn't too popular on Instagram. So <laughs> we tried Facebook. See, look, Facebook will oh, be recognizing. I already recognized my face. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Big Brother's watching. Oh yeah, they got you know they got you. Oh, is this a picture of you? Is this you? <laughs> is this you? Knowing people tag you, tag you like text you pictures like, "Hey, is this you?" Right. At Facebook, like, hey, is Martel Stepney, is this you? I'm like, yeah, it is. I, 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 don't... I scanned his retina. Right. So that's him. But anyway, like always, we do. We got a special guest. Introduce yourself. Brandon Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so crazy because I just started saying my name like that because of branding purposes. Uh huh. I usually just say, hey, Brandon. And this guy said, no, 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 man. You got to say Brandon Vaughn. You know, sell Brand- the brand. So. <laughs> Brandon Vaughn. Brandon Vaughn. And it sounds like a dope, like <laughs> super agent, like Brandon Vaughn. <laughs> it's, it's so <laughs> funny because people be looking at me like, the fuck is this? Nigga? <laughs> Brandon Vaughn. I'm actually last name, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, it was like a like a slow jam DJ. <laughs> quiet storm. You're now oh. tuned in to the quiet storm. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Brandon Vaughn. Brandon Vaughn, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on, hold on. Let me, hold on. Let me, let me find a song real quick. Right. Sound like a straight radio DJ for Magic 108. Right. Magic 108. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No. We're like, yeah, it's Brandon Vaughn. We're gonna take it back. We're gonna take it back to the good old days. We ain't playing no new music, we playing in the 80s. So, ready for the world, love you now. No. <laughs> All that really matters is you're my girl. Yeah, now people are calling. Now, shout out to Brooklyn again. Shout out to Brooklyn. <laughs> Oh man, should I yo, answer this? Can yeah, I answer hold on, answer that real quick. Answer that real quick. Hey yo, hey yo. Yo man, hey, I gotta check it back. Uh, hold on, hold on. Make sure you hold on, hold on. You're on live. Hey, Jordy. hey, don't say anything inappropriate. <laughs> I I got you live, okay? We're Let's on a go. podcast. <laughs> Brooklyn, what up? That's what I'm saying. Like, who can blame Kodak Black, right? Uh, 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 All right, Brooklyn, they're going to start taking your artwork down out these galleries. You better behave now. For sure, man. You'll be on the show soon, man. Soon. Shoot, probably next week. <laughs> be the next episode, Brooklyn. <laughs> Explaining that one. <laughs> Law in London, huh? Yeah. All right, guys. All right. All right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Brooklyn, Mike. Shout out to Brooklyn, Mike. You'll definitely be on the show soon, super soon. That's the good homie from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. So. I lost my complete train of thought. We see the show. See the show goes everywhere. And I don't have no complete structure at all. It's just like we spinning from the hip, flowing yeah. from the survival scrolls. It's organic, like, organic. Like most most podcasts had a shit together. I do not. <laughs> most podcasts have whole people telling what to say. They have a whole iPad with list of stuff to say. I ain't do nothing. I ain't have nothing. I don't know. How I'm gonna. I don't know what my questions gonna be. I'm just gonna spit. I, you know, I like it better that way, but I have, I have some stuff I, I'm up to ask you, obviously. Right, but don't, don't ask me nothing inappropriate. <laughs> We're recording this. We're recording. We're cool. We're editing, <laughs> we'll edit that part out. <laughs> um, so anyway, back, back, back. So, like always, I try to think my earliest memory of my guest. So I think one of the earliest, earliest memories of you... Um, Probably, you know, back in the Soul Tide days. This is Soul Tide. This is Soul Tide. This is Soul Tide. Yeah, this is Soul Tide. <laughs> back in the Soul Tide days, man, it was always like, you know, if you don't know about Soul Tide, look them up. I'm pretty sure you can still find like, that that old album somewhere. somewhere. You can probably find some YouTube clips or something. Vintage vinyl. Oh, it's definitely Ma- vintage. Matter of fact, it is a YouTube clip. It's a couple, it's a couple it's YouTube a should be, clips. It should be some YouTube clips. Yeah. But Hollywood is definitely in the buildings that I have to put on my alter ego to do these type of things. Be Hollywood. Yeah, be also, Hollywood. Also, a.k.a. be Hollywood. <laughs> if you don't know. So, back in that day, you see you around then, you know, straight spitting the bars, spitting all the lyricals, all that good stuff. And then fast forward, always hang around Spade. Shout out to Black Spade, Beat on Money, Stony Rock, all that. So, always seeing it then, like, seeing you always on the fashion tip, too, and so... To see you around is always working this dude. Like Brandon's always was fly, always was fresh. You know. Always was like we get that from oh, man, I made I made this myself. What are we talking about? I made this myself. This is this is original right here. This like, is a Brandon Vaughn. It's a, it's a Brandon Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> so um I always appreciate your hard work, you know, your work ethic and so like even like I remember you was working for like the food place and you was just like 
always like working hard, busting your ass. Oh yeah. And then one of the things that always stood out to me when we talk when you open up your space, I'm jumping ahead, but like opening space, like man, I'm working this hard for these people. I can work for myself. Absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely, I got tired of making all this money and seeing all this money. I mean, I was getting paid a lot of money, but I wanted that much money. Yeah. So I was like, you know, it's time for me to step outside of the box. And sometimes you just got to get selfish, you know, mm-hmm. get selfish and focus on yourself. And I mean, it's been a blessing ever, ever since I started it. You know? oh, <clears throat> so, yeah, he has a shop, Brennan Vaughn. <laughs> Located so- on Cherokee Street, 2604 Cherokee. Uh, we make everything in store. We take it from the page to the body. So mm-hmm. I like to say that, too. Yeah, black business, black yeah. owned. Definitely check them out. You got some fashion ideas, you know. It'll make it come to life. You know what I mean? Make sure you pay them. Make sure you pay them on time. Make sure you yep. got your money right first and foremost. Because I am a thug. If <laughs> underneath all of this, don't think this fashion. Don't think this fashion shit. You know, right. Get it twisted. Just pay me on time. <laughs> pay me. <laughs> no Matter of fact, I gotta go home and send out invoices tonight. <laughs> it's prom season, so. Oh, yo, prom season. That's that yeah. money. Ooh, that's, that, that's that. That's that good money. That's that guap guap right there. Man, I, I got a dress right now on the table. It's blowing my mind because it's eighteen hundred dollars. Oh, you know what I'm saying? It, it's it's crazy because I only paid like fifteen dollars for my prom suit. You feel me? <laughs> Thrift store, but man, these chicks they spend money mm-hmm. on clothes. Yeah, especially prom season and then it's wedding season too. Yeah, yeah. And so that's like yeah, I know every anybody that make clothes. It's just like yeah, you know. It's that Birdman hand rug going on, like, yeah, you about, yeah. To, you, know, you about to have that young come up, you know? So it's always good. So how you get into fashion, first and foremost? Uh, I got into fashion, we was broke, bro. <laughs> like, we was wearing, everybody else was wearing Tommy and Nautica. I was like Bugle Boys and Jordash. <laughs> and I know Jordash is for girls, but I had on my sister's and cousin's jeans, you mm. know what I'm saying? But uh, I, stayed, I stayed in the Goodwill, and I had to be fresh. I got tired of being teased all the time, uh-huh. so I just started taking stuff apart and putting it together, ripping off logos and mm-hmm. sewing them on my Jordan's jeans and turning them <laughs> to guest jeans, you know what I'm saying? All right, right, right. And all of a sudden, I became fly, you yeah. know? And then all of a sudden, <clears throat> everybody wanted to buy what I was making, mm-hmm. you know? And this was young. I, I had to be, like, in middle school doing this. Dang, all yeah. right, all right. And, I, I mean, it, it was lucrative, so I just kept doing it. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. I don't like, that's, like, right in middle school... Or even earliest, like fourth and fifth grade, when like kids would start really dressing us, really try to you know, had them logos popping. Like yeah. I remember all through elementary school, kids didn't really care that much about what you were. You can like you can have whatever. You can have Payless shoes. If it had a cartoon on it, you was winning. But other than well, that, them badass kids in my school, they was going to <laughs> gallery and stealing this. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they they was fresh to death, bro. Mm. But I remember, from my personal uh, story, it's just like going into middle school, mm. and I remember, this is uh, definitely telling my age, this is like 96, 97, and I remember them Jordans came out with the, I, I always forget the number, but I remember the black on the bottom, uh, right yeah. on the top. I always wanted those. And I remember everybody in my middle school had them joints on. I still want I'm those. just like... <laughs> I was just like, wow, everybody got the same shoes on. It looked to me, it looked weird. It was just like that was weird to me. Everybody looked out. I was weird because I didn't want them. But it was just like, why y'all wearing the same shoes? I didn't understand. And then like later on, every Jordan after that, all the kids was rocking them, and everybody was Nautica was hot back then. And Tommy, I just I, I just can't get into paying that much money for a pair of shoes. I mean, I still want a pair of those Jordans, mm-hmm. but it it really messes with me going and paying two hundred dollars for some shoes. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Um, especially with being in the fashion industry, I know what it takes to make it, and it's not nearly what they charge it. So, man, it's crazy, bro. No, I always, I always heard um, in the Philippines. Like, I knew this girl that lived in the Philippines. She was like, "Yeah, Jordan's really like twenty dollars where I was there because I think they had like factories out there or something like that." I need to go to the Philippines. Man. It was. I remember she was like, "It was like twenty dollars, thirty dollars." It wasn't like that. wasn't that much. She said, "I get my family to ship them over here." They probably in Jordans. <laughs> they probably Bordens. <laughs> Gordons. <laughs> But you know they got like <laughs> factories like overseas, like in China and like all that in South uh, Asia. Yeah, they got like some seven year old kids making right. stitching soles, <laughs> stitching your joints together. <laughs> so um, that, that's what's up. Um, fashion. I never been on fashion personally, 
it's maybe till I became an adult. So I started having like girlfriends, and they started like just ragging on me like, "Oh, you wearing that?" Marty's a player. Girlfriends. <laughs> Did y'all hear the this? Girlfriend. And there's another one after that. I mean, something. <laughs> no, I'm not getting into that. But it was just like until I, you know, start dating and being in relationships, it was just like. I mean, one few of them was just like, "That's what you wearing? Like, you don't know how to dress, baby. Come on, let's go somewhere. Let's let's go to the store and get you right." And it's just like, I was like, "Oh, what, what's wrong with my outfit? Like, I'm fine." Cause I came from the '90s era of baggy clothes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that was just a thing. Cause my oldest brother would wear baggy clothes. We looked like New York on the cover, like an extra. <laughs> and then back then, like in that time era, late '90s, early 2000s, like your clothes obviously had to be baggy. So it took me a very long time to wear it fitted to my body, not tight, but fitted and right fit for my body. Right, and right. that's like pretty much half the battle would come to fashion. Pretty much. What do you say to yourself? What do you say? I mean, I had on some jeans last week, and my calves felt like they was taking the blood pressure on my calves. <laughs> but, you know, I guess that's the style, you know? Yeah. I, wonder, I mean, I, I look fresh in, like, skinny jeans. Skinny jeans? It took me a minute. Like, I wear, I'll rock slims, but, like, skinnies, I don't know. I'm I, not there yet. I, I, I just have to wear a long shirt, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Got to wear a long shirt. <laughs> 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 you know, I, I, I don't want to offend nobody. You know, like these girls in these stretch pants. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, let's touch on that a bit. I hate, I hate stretch pants, bro. Stretch pants, like the yeah, yoga pants on women. Yeah, man, that's unfair, bro. Hey, it looks amazing. I mean, it looks amazing. It looks amazing. But sometimes, like, oh. I can't be riding with my wife and at a stoplight, and then you know, all right. But dunk a dunk with stretch pants walk by, and I gotta <laughs> look not? forward. You, you know, like that's forward? that's not fair. Bro. Just sweating, just like, oh, okay. So that's why up. I wear a long shirt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna front. Like, I work at a grocery store and just be nothing but yoga pants and like. Leggings through that whole right. store. The and whole you'll day. get no work done. I, you know, I just try to look busy. Just like, oh, all right. Stocking these peanuts, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Stocking these sausages, all right. You know, all right. All right, let me go in this freezer real quick. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's... Yeah, skinny. Oh, I can't do skinnies. I just, like... But, like, knowing, like... I remember I had homies that was, like, in the fashion back in the day. And he was always wearing fitted clothing. And I never... I'm like, dog... Yo, yo, stuff, yo, that stuff hella tight, bro. Like, we would start flaming because I remember in middle school and early high school, you would get flamed for, like, wearing anything fitted. Yeah. Fitted, not even skinny, but, like, just fitted. So it was just like, okay, let me keep wearing this bag, rocking the baggy. And then to the era of skinny jeans pop. Right, right, right. So it was the end thing. And still, like, I'm just like, nah, I'm cool. I can't even move in no skinny jeans. <laughs> so it was just like, it, it gradually, like, everybody now has kind of a good fashion sense. Like, I would say to now, I don't know how you feel, but, like, now it's, like, everybody fashion sense all over the place. Like, in the 70s had a style, 80s had a style, 90s had a style, early 2000s had a style. Like, even now has a style, but to me, I feel like majority of people kind of go everywhere. Yeah, I think I think it's, it, we're in a time where everything is acceptable. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a good time to just be yourself and be comfortable. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, individuality is very important. Um, I guess it has something to do with the internet and the social media and everybody being able to be who they really want to be or make up who they want to be, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, watch people follow. Yeah. You know, I mean, because in high school, we didn't have no followers. If right. You got talked about. You, you was just <laughs> not popular. But no. now we could be sitting in this room and y'all could talk about me, but on Instagram, I'm jumping. You feel right, me? Right, right. Which, thank God for an Instagram to save my life. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> so you do a lot on... Oh, yeah, you have a... Like, if you're not following him, please follow him. He has to, like... He'll make all types of dope posts of just, like, his clothing line and have, like, the flyest models on there stunting with the clothes, so... Brandon Vaughn Collection. That's Brandon with an I. B-R-N-D-I-N. <laughs> Vaughn, V-A-U-G-H-N. Collection. Collection, you know, spell collection. You must just Google it. Just get off of Instagram and get a book. <laughs> Pick up the book. Pick up a dictionary. <laughs> um. So going back to more fashion, on um, fashions tip. So when do you know it was working for you? 
like we start actually making like money, money, like you know, we start being recognized for it. In high school, uh, I used to take girls' jeans, right, and I used to take the jeans and rip them up and bleach them and take them back and get twenty dollars. Mm. Like, and only thing I was buying was like a, a gallon of ninety nine cent bleach. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have to buy the jeans, and man, I kept my pockets full. And then I went to the next step, and I was taking the jeans apart and turning them into skirts. Mm. And then I was able to charge $30 for that. You know what I'm saying? So at an early age, I knew I could make money from it. I mm. knew it. Um, but <clears throat> it really set in. I was sketching in high school, and a chick next to me was like, hey, can I get that sketch? I didn't think nothing of it. I was going to throw it away anyway, so I gave it to her. Prime came around, and she walked in with my dress on. Mm. Like, it, 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 like, I had chills. Like, it was like, whoa, mm. how did I become a rapper after that? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I had chills, but but I knew that was a gift, mm -hmm. and, and I had to eventually tap into it, you know? Mm. That's definitely, definitely good. Because I remember, um, she's my manager now, but, like, I ain't going to say her name, but I can, shout, I can shout out M. Shout out to Emily. Em Emily. Emily. Do I know her? Yeah, you know, Emily. Oh, Emily Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Emily Wolf, that's my homie, Gina. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, she, yeah, she's my manager now. Um, she, I remember you came to the store one day, and yeah. she's she like, yeah, I know, Brandon. I remember you were always on that fashion tip and everything. You was always really dope. So even hearing her stories until, like, coming to now, yeah. like, it was just like, wow. Like, I ain't know you was, like, doing it that big. Like, like, I always knew you from a rapper standpoint. Yeah. It wasn't until much later until, but, like, But see, it's crazy, because when I was rapping, I was... I was doing stuff then. I mm -hmm. was doing stuff for Spade. I was doing stuff for my crew. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Like half of the stuff we was rocking on stage, I, it was stuff that I had got from the thrift store and upcycled it and made it fresh. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So I, I've been sewing since I was like nine. Oh, God damn. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Got the gift. Got the gift of sewing. So we're going to jump in the rap. We're going to jump in the rap world real quick. So. What's your rap name? Official rap name. Official rap name. My first rap name was Weatherman. Weatherman. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I was cold with the lyrics. Okay? <laughs> I was hot when I spit it. You know what I'm saying? Made it, made it rain. <laughs> I made it rain. <laughs> I, I ra made it rain on the, the women. Yeah, that, that, that kind of rhyme. <laughs> see why I gave it up. Right, see right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um. so... Yeah, I guess high school is when I really went on on rap. Mm -hmm. And then I left U-City, and uh, that's all I was doing at Riverview, mm -hmm. Riverview Gardens, you know. So that's how I um, made a name for myself out there. Mm -hmm. Then I hooked up with uh, Black Spade when I got kicked out the house, you know what I'm saying? You <laughs> <laughs> got like, kicked out the yeah, house. Yeah, I got kicked out the house. You know, I thought I knew it all. Mama went upside my head. I was like, you can't stay here no more. Mm. But Black Spade was like, here, well, come stay down at the studio, dog. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shh. And uh, that that saved and changed my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I had access to, like, a, a, a quarter of a million dollar studio. Mm. Um, and then they gave me like a room where I had my own machine, own fabrics. You know mm. what I'm saying? So that that like really helped me mold who I am today. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. and I was surrounded by incredible young men that was just as hungry as I am. You know? Mm -hmm. And man, man, yeah. Oh hey. man, that's it's <laughs> like hundreds of hundreds of stories yeah. about that studio, the Soul Tide Studio, man. Yeah. I'm mad. I never. I was way. I was too young and to experienced that. Like I ain't know about it. Like till much why, later. Why are you trying to make me? Old <laughs> <laughs> I was too young. Like I was. My mom's not letting me out the house and going. I ain't even know. I should say I didn't know about it until much later. Like my brother would go and never tell me. Like I heard the stories afterwards. Like oh yeah, maybe used to kick down there and do all this. Oh, Sun such used to stop by. Sun such used to stop by. Like after the concert. I was like, man, you never took me anywhere at all. It never. was crazy. Everything went down <laughs> in that studio. If, if you can think of it, it went down. You hear me? I already know some of the stories. We ain't going to get into it. We ain't going to get into some yeah, of back, to <laughs> back to fashion. Back to fashion. Back to the fashion. Back to the fashion. I know rapping, fashion and rapping. So, so um, yeah, 
Weatherman's first name. Weatherman, Weatherman was the first man. Then how you get into it? And then, then they named me, you know, I was flamboyant and always liked to rock fresh gear. And then they was like Hollywood. Nah. You know. <laughs> so I put the B on it for my first name. Oh, B Hollywood. B yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. That's why. I, that's what I know you from. That's yeah, B why, Hollywood. That's... B Holla, the devastator. <laughs> I didn't give a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll knock a nigga out and we'll <laughs> send the girl home. Fresh. Quickly, <laughs> <laughs> just don't didn't care. No. And, but this... I'm a better person now. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Brandon Vaughn. <laughs> Brandon Vaughn, Brandon Vaughn. Be Hollywood's my past baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a change man, baby. All right, <laughs> all right. Um, definitely, man. I remember back in the day, definitely seeing you on stage, just rocking shit, just rocking shit, and just like. I think it was one of the last shows I've seen you. I think it was before Cicero was closed down. Yeah. It's gotta be, gotta be Kareem at the show, and you popped up. I was like, "Wow, I ain't see you on stage in hell." Is yeah. just like you still had it. You were still like, "Bam, still kicking." I was like, "All right." I mean, it's still in me. Hip hop, <laughs> hip hop, man. <laughs> hip hop. Yeah, hip hop, man. That's. I mean, I I came up in the prime era of hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know, your Talibs, your Most Def, mm-hmm. your. You're common. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's no way you could not fall in love with hip hop during that time, bro. That's exactly the amount of time I fell in love. You know, and it, it just it just had me and I mean at, at seventeen I was writing records. Mm. Eighteen I, my record was playing in the strip club. <laughs> you know, and I had touch every big stage in the St. Louis region. Mm-hmm. Nineteen we was on college tours. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. I had a I had a nice run, bro. Nah, yeah, that. <laughs> well, you all know about that Soul Tie era. That's a documentary in itself. Yeah, that's a don't, don't steal my idea. <laughs> don't steal my idea yeah, unless you was in Soul Tie. <laughs> unless you in Soul Tie, but like I don't know outside person like oh yeah, it's still a Soul Tie documentary. No, has to be from my from Soul Tie. Yeah, but that was I remember because y'all used to kill shit. All the time. I remember coming to a loop early 2000. Everybody had the soul tie shirts on. Mm-hmm. I still got one. I still got one in the crib. Nice. It, don't, it don't fit me, but it's still, I still got one. <laughs> I still got one. But um, I just see everybody the soul tie shirts. Every show, every hip hop show, you see soul tie, soul tie. I mean, I, I I like to, a lot of people probably go cuss me out <laughs> and uh, call me disrespectful, but I really believe Soul Tide really set a nice foundation for what the underground hip hop scene is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, it was so many of us, and we was ripping shows apart yeah. everywhere. 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 Well, mob up on the show. Mob up could be like yeah. a formal party. It'd be casting jeans and t shirts and hoodies on, coming in, like, who are these motherfuckers? Yeah. They get on stage and rock that shit. Man. So that was, that was the era I, I remember that. I remember that era, and I was hearing stories from my brother. Yeah. About it all, just like hearing the actor facts. Cause we didn't have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook back then. If we had that then, bro, like, I'd have been famous and rich. <laughs> Man, I'd have been famous and rich, bro. <laughs> like, and most, if you was computer savvy, you had Black, Black Planet. Planet page. Yeah. Or you had, uh, what was the other one? You had a Yahoo, you had the like AOL joint. Like, you had chat rooms back then, but this is like right. Right before the MySpace era, it was, it was right, le- right yeah, leaning leaning into it almost, but that's before the Instagram era. Now, man, so rapping, um, so trying to balance that the rapping and fashion because a lot of creators. So of course with the show, it's more I say majority creators, black creators, and I know I have this problem. And other creators may have this problem too, but like trying to like balance both of like. Okay, I have my rap life right here, and I have the fashion life right here. A lot of times they can easily connect, but yeah. it's just like you kind of always play that balance game. Right, right, right. So how do you deal with it? How did you like? Um, I, when I was rapping, like I said, I did a little fashion mm-hmm. when when we had to go on, but I, I really wasn't into it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't until like bad record deal fell through, and. Uh, I was just I was just tired of it. I mm. was tired of sitting around and seeing a bunch of us doing the same thing, mm. and uh, nobody was getting really nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like years and years and years and years of the same thing. So I was like, man, I gotta I gotta do something different, bro. Mm. Uh, one, <laughs> one day I just moved out and just disappeared. 
and <laughs> went to Chicago, went to school, and really, and really focused on my fashion, bro. Mm. And uh, yeah, the rest is history. Now, where did you go to school in Chicago? I went to the Art Institute uh, in Chicago. Mm. Yeah. Okay, okay. I know a lot of you homies go up there. So, that's so you went on. Uh, what did you study? I studied. I got a bachelor's in fine arts science. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. So that really, I guess that like era probably had you more focused, like just like just oh, yeah, all you submerge yourself into. Man, by the time I got to <clears throat> college, I was twenty three. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I was so serious. Like I knew, I knew that I had to finish something because I didn't, I didn't walk across the stage in high school. I got kicked out of high school. I went to alternative school. Um, and at that point, I wanted to feel accomplished about something, mm-hmm. right? So I went to college. I finished college in three years, going full-time all the way through the summer, oh. you know? And my internship turned into a full-time job, and I just stayed with it. Mm. Yeah. Let's talk about the college life a little bit. Let's talk about the college life. Because me, I barely didn't have a college life. <laughs> I went to community. Went to Flo- I went to Flo, went to Forest Park, and I was just like, all right, cool. What I-? Cause I was going for video production. I think I probably said this a few times over here already. I probably said it a few more times later on. <laughs> but it was just like my creative side, that's more, my creative side blossomed more because I was into like video production. Mm-hmm. Like editing was my thing, like shooting video and editing video. Nice. Which back then you had to really go out and shoot and then edit. Now you get everything on your phone. Right. right. <laughs> with a few press of the buttons, yeah. which took me maybe like two hours to do. A two hour process turned into legit like, 15 minutes. Less than 15 minutes. Less <laughs> than 15, five minutes if you're good at it, or even three. So that's, I know with me personally, like, my creative side blossomed. It was just, like, something, it was something fun yeah. to work for. Like, all right, I'm, I'm getting, you know, the foundation knowledge of editing or doing, like, video work. So how was that with you, like, coming into class and just, like, even, like, getting kicked out of high school and then, like, coming into, like, college life? Um. My main reason for doing this is I wanted my mother to see me walk across the stage. Mm. And I and I wanted to be accomplished and feel accomplished. And when I went to school, like, I was the oldest guy in the class. You know what I'm saying? So it was like I, I was a leader. So um, I had to act a certain way. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So So they wouldn't think. I was like some big immature baby, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but... Like I said, I, I I just stay focused. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they calling me. Right, they calling me. <laughs> yeah, I just stay focused and and, uh-huh. and knocked it out. I uh-huh. mean, it was one of the best experiences of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was an RA. Oh, okay. um, made the dean's list. Oh, you so. know. Uh, so when I felt like a scholar. <laughs> it's the Brandon Vaughn came in. No, it, it was just Brandon. At the, Brandon. the Vaughn wasn't on there. <laughs> the Vaughn was Brandon the Vaughn. It was just Brandon. <laughs> it's getting there. It's getting The view was coming. The view was coming. I know a lot of uh, creatives kind of like really, that's what it hit for. Them. It didn't hit for me. It was just like. Cause school was never my thing. It was just like, okay, I have to take regular classes, and this shit is boring. Yeah. And let me just let me just edit my video. So, end up resorting with me personally it was just like, oh, A's and B's and my creative stuff, and just like C's or D's, and like, look, I, I even failed some classes in college, and that's why I made me stop going. I was like, man, forget this. That, that, just... That's kind of why I think it's 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 important, like. You don't necessarily have to go to college straight after high school. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's okay to take a couple years. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The only reason I, I did successful in college is because I knew I was old. Mm-hmm. I knew I was 23, and I knew I couldn't be around these young young people still in college mm-hmm. trying to finish. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's 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 a focus, and I, and I knew what I wanted by then. By the time I was 23, I had... Man, it was so I had done so much and accomplished so much before <laughs> I went to college. Like I, I didn't, I didn't have time for the riffraff. Right. You know. I think what I always felt like a lot of kids get lost when they go to college because you come in from high school, from parents super uh, parental supervision, mm-hmm. and just having set classes and set everything set until you 
kind of thrown halfway into the real world. Yeah. So you're everything you had to wreck yourself up. You had to get food. You have to make sure you're studying. No one's jumping on you. Right. Your parents may call you and check up on you from time to time. Yeah. But still, it's not like being at home with them being on your case. Right, right, right. So I always felt like a lot of kids always lose that focus or like end up dropping out or end up leaving for a while and then coming back. <laughs> I saw so many kids. <laughs> Come in the first semester, and by the second semester, they was just gone, you mm. know. Rather they just didn't do their financial aid paperwork, or they didn't come to class. Or... I don't get it wrong. I kicked it. I did kick yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I did kick it. But, yeah, I mean, I knew what I wanted. I knew yeah. I had to accomplish something. Right. I knew. I just knew I did. So that that's what helped me get through real quick. I was just, I was, I was, I was, I was just I had that in my state when I was young. <laughs> okay, I'm just like, sometimes I feel like, man, I should have finished college. And I'm just like, no, nah, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm cool. But it's kind of crazy because right now, if you ask me, uh, did I want to go to college or mm -hmm. do I wish uh, I went to, am I grateful that I went to college? Mm -hmm. I would say no because I, I could have learned everything that the college taught me if I just like did an internship mm -hmm. with a tailor. Right, you know, and and not be like sixty thousand dollars in debt. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. Because <laughs> paying that bill is like, uh -uh. right. That's you know. Know. Shout out to everybody who uh, was still paying college loans. Right. I see y'all. I don't feel y'all. I'm not going through it, but I, I see. I, I like Sally Mae, bro. Yeah, I, I do not like her. <laughs> Ooh. Stop calling my phone, <laughs> Sally Mae. Stop emailing me. I ain't got it. <laughs> Yeah, my brother, he just paid his off maybe like two years ago. Nice. He graduated in 2003. He was in and out. My brother, Mark. Um, Finster. He, uh, Mark. Well, my brother, Finster. my other. Oh, yeah, oh, you got I, another <laughs> I had to make that clear. I was like, oh, my brother, Mark. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows Finster, and nobody knows Mark. Mark, I is, mean, Mark is just the homebody. I mean, Finster so. taught me so much, bro. Yeah, he taught me a lot. He like, taught me majority of a lot of stuff. Like my stage, my whole stage show, my mm -hmm. whole. You know. Exactly that, yo. He was prefer he that was his he was perfect on that stuff. He like, just like he had it like that's what he had to set. When he uh we was doing ruckus crew, they would always practice extreme. Like nah, you ain't doing it right. Nah, I'll take it back from the top. Like it was like man, you know we, them them like old movie shows like the Five Heartbeats, Temptations, all that. Yeah. Like that was how I was practicing. Like my yes. brother was like that. Like no no no, you ain't doing it right. We gotta go up. And down, yeah. up, down. No, we gotta wear this outfit, like these colors. Yes, like we ain't wearing the same outfit. We wearing the same colors. Man, we was garbage. Our stage show was garbage, bro. <laughs> I mean, the label was like, nah, nah. Wait a minute. <laughs> it was three of us. The label uh, was like, nah, nah. And then they brought in Finster. Right. And we was like, who is this guy? <laughs> Man, that dude. <laughs> look, he played our song. And he performed our song better than we performed our song. That sounds you feel about me? right. And he didn't even know the words. <laughs> like, how was that possible? Nah. <laughs> you yeah. know, so Fister got us in check. Big nah. shout out to Fister, man. Nah, he's a professionalist. Professionalist, list, list. Yes. <laughs> I can't get out. <laughs> professionalist, list, list, list. But nah, my, like, growing up with my brother, he was everything. I felt like I always did stuff perfectly. Like, he always... It wasn't. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't right. He was not gonna do it. Like a lot of stuff he taught me growing up. He was just like, "Yo, you have to do it like this." He mean like this. Nah, nah, nah. You can't. And he, like he would drill me on so much, or he would just like, like, nah, nah. You ain't doing it right. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, -uh you can't. Nah, and stop. No, you ain't. You ain't gonna do it this way. Then don't do it at all. So yeah. I owe a lot to my brother. I owe so much to my brother just to, like the knowledge he. And he, I think he didn't put a lot of knowledge. Everything. Oh, everything. It was just like for me just watching him for years. I can hear this nigga tell snoring. The soul food got him knocked out. Hey, Tef, Yo. you're snoring. <laughs> We're trying to record. <laughs> I, was like, I heard that through the earphone. I'm like, this, this, this. Shout out to the Hey, that's a soul food dude to this dude. Had a whole thing of macaroni, baked macaroni and cheese and grains. The real stuff. And cramp. <laughs> and cornbread. This dude is knocked out on the floor. But, <laughs> but anyway, back, back. I, I, I heard that dude on earphones. So I'm like, wow. Okay, this dude's snoring, snoring. This dude is getting all the slumber in right now. But anyway. But yeah, my brother, I, he even, I don't feel like he even taught me everything or even a good portion. It was just everything I observed and just like, look. That's how I like, even now, like everybody say I'm quiet. I just observe everything. I pick up everything. 
So that's how I, I learned that from my brother, just always watching him and just saying like, okay. Yeah. That's how, that's the best way I can learn now. It's just like, I have to watch you do something and then I can do it. Oh yeah. So um, moving on from the fashion, music, to where we're at now, cause we gotta wrap the show up in like 15 minutes. <laughs> Normally, these shows ain't talking about them. I know we ain't even getting. We didn't even get down to the good stuff. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a show. It would be my shows. Either be like exactly sixty minutes, or it'd be like two hours and a half. It'd be a whole like movie set, a whole movie like Avengers, like three hours. The sequel. All right. <laughs> you need like listen to my show throughout the week. So anyway. I'm trying to make the shows shorter, like a good 60, 70 minutes. Like, people listen more. I feel like people may listen more. But it's always a lot of good game. But anyway, moving on, moving on. So now, we got the Brendan Vaughn collection. Yes. Going yeah. on right now at Cherokee Street. So what's your um, so what's your goals now? What's your goals now? What's your, what's your day-to-day like? My day-to-day is so different. But my main goal is within the next five to ten years, be able to pay at least uh, 25 people $50,000 a year. Mm. Um, that's that's really what I'm striving for, um, to teach the craft um, to as many people as I can, to as many young people as I can, so that they, they have the option uh, rather to go to college or not. You know, mm. I believe if we teach our trade, um, we can get in touch with the community and rebuild the community. Exactly. That's 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 what I'm talking about. That's what we need to be on. Yeah. That's what we need to be on is building the community. Buy back buy back the block. Buy black the block. Buy black. Buy black black buy black buy back the block. <laughs> that's what we're doing. That's what I'm about. That's what I'm about the community. Especially Saint Louis. Especially Saint Louis, especially the South Side, North Side, West. All through the city, I am not talking about the suburbs in the county. But we can we can buy the county too. But I'm like I'm more focused on the city. Yeah, I want it all. It probably opened a couple more stores like the mm-hmm. one I got. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Where I, I don't necessarily have to be the main person in the store, but mm-hmm. I want to be able to teach and train somebody to know the knowledge that I'm doing, so I can really just make a pattern and then send the patterns to the store, mm-hmm. and then they do what I'm doing. Okay. You know? That's what's up. That's employment. Good. Employment. Let's that's, employ some of these people. Exactly. There's plenty. Like I run into people that's in the fashion, like kids, high schoolers, college kids. I'm just like, it's one. I think I even told you the story. I went to the uh, Slew Hospital. I think I was visiting my mom, mm-hmm. and uh, I was talking to the security guy. I was trying to get you know clearance for the you know the parking lot or whatnot. And I went to like went to his little booth, and I saw he was like sketching like dresses and suits and it was like really good i'm like yo bro like this is very good like what you doing with this man i'm just drawing right now man okay i'm trying to go out to la and something make something happen i'm just like dog you just a security guard like you can this is really good like i'm not even a super fashion person but it's like i know yeah what looks good i'm just like yo yo i I think i mentioned i even mentioned you to him Uh i said yo i love my homie if you ever like you remember just like write his name down something like link with him he he another black man doing it too so yeah and it's just like some you not somebody feel like they had to go to la go to chicago i mean definitely go to those places you know networking you know build out there but it's definitely it's people. Like I always, I'm pro St. Louis over everything. I'm St. Louis over everything. I'm about supporting Lou. Yeah. So it's just like we can do the same thing here. Like Chicago, New York, L. A., Paris, London, all those places are great and wonderful. Definitely get out there. But we definitely gotta start a hub in St. Louis. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. That's part of the reason why I came back. The those markets are so saturated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I ended up. I was in Chicago 10 years after college, uh-huh. and most of that time I was basically making pattern for over like 15 different designers, bro, and I wasn't doing my own thing. Mm. And the cost of living was like through the roof. Right. You know, and there was no way, there was no way that I could have started my own business in Chicago, mm. you know? So I kind of just like stepped back and said, I'm gonna do this for myself, and I moved back, one, because this is where I'm from, mm-hmm. this is where my support is, but you can live here and get the same property that I did in Chicago, had in Chicago, I went from like paying fifteen hundred a month to eight hundred. You know what mm. I'm saying? And the rest of that money, I'm making the same money, even more money. The rest of the money I can put into my business now. Mm-hmm. You know, and the market is not saturated. It's not anybody doing right. 
you know, what I'm doing in, in St. Louis, and that's how I'm winning, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm blessed that I had an opportunity to go to the big city and get that big city mentality and, and come back and apply what I learned here, okay. you know. And with the connections that I already had, it just made it that much easier. Yeah, so that's what yeah. I was talking about. Shout out to Sher Irvin. He's all moving to Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken. We had him on a show last week, so the show before this one, Sir Irvin Part 2. Uh, he's moving to Atlanta so he can you know do the acting thing even more. So, yeah. but it was just like I ha- I wanted to have a conversation with him before he left. It's just like people leave him St. Louis and not coming back. Yeah, and just like sometimes I'm like oh dang such and such is leaving. You know you killing the scene, but also go out there make it big. You know, but always come back like Spade did it. Yeah, of course I mentioned this, mentioned this on the Serving episode. I'm not gonna repeat everything. For the, for the listeners. <laughs> but um, it was just like a thing, like always bring back, always bring it back to St. Louis. Yeah. So um, I am even actually the first and main question, like, so what part what part of St. Louis you grew up in? You city. <laughs> Come on. You see me. Hey. Shout out to you city. Yeah, you city all day, baby. We don't play. <laughs> so I guess finally, um, how do you say how St. Louis influenced you in general and through your life? Um. I'm a loop rat, bro. Like, <laughs> I I grew up in the loop. Mm-hmm. My childhood, I spent riding the bikes in the loop. So I saw the loop when it was like Crips and Bloods and they was banging and slanging dope in the loop. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Um, and But it, it, even then it had so much culture, you know? Right. Um, you can... <laughs> 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 you know, you could, you could walk down the street and see a Wash U student and then uh-huh. see a thug within the same you know, 200 feet, right. you know. Um, so that right there, the culture and, and being able to see that type of activity in my everyday life and apply that, it, it, it kind of diversified me, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to just walk into any type of situation, any kind of room, and, and operate with any kind of people, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, yeah, that's that's pretty much how it influenced. And then you city, you city, we got some kind of bond, bro, mm-hmm. like, like we love each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I I I I've been a lot of places and I've never felt the love like my U City people. Yeah, no. U City stick together. For one thing I know, like St. Louis stick together, but like U City is on its own yeah. class. Like you ain't from U City, you ain't go to your city high school, like you look <laughs> like it's such an upper echelon of people. Like it's a lot of lot of all stars came from the U City. Like a lot of yeah. St. Louis all stars. Like shout out to you, salute to everybody that went to U City. I'm not gonna run down the list. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah. So um, as I always felt that like people rap U City like it's like U City St. Louis. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's not St. Louis thing. U City is no U City. St. Louis. Yeah, and, and, and that love, it instilled so much confidence in me. Mm-hmm. Like, even when I was rapping, like, it, it 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 made me feel proud. It made me feel like I could do anything. Yeah. You feel me? Because I got I got my people back at me. Right, right. You know, so I always carried that confidence. No matter where I went, no matter what I was doing, mm-hmm. I had that confidence, you yeah. know. So definitely, man. Shout out to you, city, man. Shout out. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm a South Side guy myself. You know, South <laughs> City, South City champion. But you know, you city was definitely like quick story before we end the show. Like I remember first time going to the Loop, and it's like I never been. Like I've been South Side my whole life. Like I'll go. My family, I had some family still, uh, still on the West Side, like off Page and Goodfellow. Mm-hmm. So I, I experienced that. And then like I remember my brother Fence out the Fence, uh taking me into the UC loop. I ain't never been. I'm maybe like 13 at the time. I'm like, what is this? Like, like wow. I was kind of like a whole new world. Yeah. Um, Seeing U City. So I was just like, wow, I ain't know about this. I ain't know about, wow. So it was always experience. Always experience coming to loop and then going, being in U City and then meeting people from U City. Yeah. It was always a different energy it was a good energy it was just like if that was hood you felt that like like, (laughs) you felt you felt it's like you city hood you feel that and then it's like because it's different like north side hood and south side hood west side hood but like a you city hood it's just like i just felt like they had to rep extra like they felt like (laughs) they went a little bit harder (laughs) because they thought we were the county you know right right we're technically the county yeah you know (laughs) 
Like, I, but nobody want to be from the county. Right, right. You see, it ain't, it's univer- for the transplants and people that's not from St. Louis, it's University City. Yes. So you can't be like, oh, I'm from University City. Yeah. No, you, no, you got to lie, I'm from U City. I'm from U City. U City. You see me. Like, like. <laughs> so definitely shout out to U City people. Um, So we're about to close out the show because my engineer has the road and stuff. Tough is over here snoring like a mug. So <laughs> the snoring you hear is tough, and someone is vacuuming over here too. So yeah, I might hear that too. <laughs> so um, any last words, man? Anything you want to get off your chest? Anything you want to say, real quick? I, I just want to tell everybody: look, don't don't forget to love and inspire somebody, bro. Mm-hmm. Facts, you know what I'm saying? Them, them two things that that will make life a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. Love, inspire somebody, use your bl- discipline, and uh, and be wise. Mm-hmm. That's it. Love, inspire, be wise, and get some discipline. Exactly. Discipline. The key to life. Discipline. Discipline. (laughs) Discipline. We need that. I need it. (laughs) For real. Um, That's the, look, you ain't got discipline, dog. Everything's going to go. If you ain't got discipline, you ain't got nothing. Everything's going to go astray. Astray. So um, definitely, man. Thank you for being on the show. Hey, thanks bro. for inviting me. So Sorry, where where can they find you? Shout out to you know your social media websites, all that. Uh, social media is Brandon Vaughn uh, Collection. B R A N D I N V A U G H N. Uh, BrandonVaughn.com. Um, Facebook Brandon Vaughn. Brandon Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or or y'all can stop by the shop twenty six oh four Cherokee Street. I'm right uh next to uh holla at my boys, uh right next to Tetopia and and Hop Shop. Mm-hmm. You know, so shout out to them, Tetopia, another black business, Hop Shop, yeah. another black business. The black Mecca. Yeah, Southside right. Black Mecca, yeah, baby. Hey, that's what we trying to make happen. That's yes, what we trying to make happen. So all right. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Ceiling Fans podcast. Um yeah, man, second season, second episode, getting a little bit better, still doing whatever, still random stuff happening in the background. Like, So I appreciate you listening to the show. Please retweet, repost it. You want to donate, hit my cash app at I don't know Marty. You can hit my cash app, too. Hit his cash app, too. <laughs> hit my cash app. I, like, me. I like monies. <laughs> like all the monies, <laughs> all the monies. We all broke and trying to make dreams happen. Um, yeah. Hit the PayPal. Uh, hit me on Instagram at I don't know Marty. If you don't know, um, what else? Yeah, we on Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. Uh, shout out to Darian again, the engineer. Shout out to We Are Far Fetch, getting us a place to record. So if you like to report, record a podcast like I'm doing, please hit up We Are Far Fetch on Instagram and Facebook. So they got great deals going on, you know, get your podcast going. So I want everybody, we all can eat, we all can do a podcast. We can all do one. We could. I mean it's a good idea. If you, if you want. You, not everybody can do it. Now you're trying to get not, competition, bro. Yeah. You know what? Not I, I you know uh, <laughs> that is true. Like if you can do hey, if you do a podcast, do a podcast. I'm just trying to, you know, get them here, you know. Yeah. So, you know, then you get some studio time in. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, everybody, everybody don't need a podcast. Look, I don't even, I don't even need this podcast, but I'm doing it. Because it's a, it's a lane. I have my lane of doing. And I, I'm s- thoroughly impressed. Some St. Louis artists, St. Louis creatives that you may know. And, uh, shout out to Polite Coolery. And that's like my favorite St. Louis podcast of my brothers. We pretty much the same show. Shout out to Benny. <laughs> shout out to Mo. Um, we both, we pretty much doing the same thing, but like. I love them. Then my homie, shout out to Oversaturated. That's the other homie. Shout out to Johnny. Um, it's a few other. Shout out to Henny Knights. Shout out to the uh, you know Henny Knights, the cool people too. So St. Louis, I'm saying support the loot in the day. But anyway, I'm gonna shut up and we gotta close out. So I right, then uh, peace, hair grease, all that good stuff. Yeah.
Hell no, it don't mean nothing. Seven seam in the back, you seen a cockroach or something. I don't need destiny child to tell me to party. Jump, get crunk when I bump. Now you know I don't smoke. Pass me up with the skunk, but y'all, we back in your Fleetwood Cadillac. Got your mama dancing that bow legged battle axe. Rock your whole block yo, in your grandfather's Cadillac. Yo, Shooters on the ground and sewage. You never met the crew was ruthless with the rugas as the soul tied troopers. Reported the rapper recruiters, whack rapper reducers, master but master maneuvers. Assassinate your character traits. Not to mention, gun it with precision. Witness the constant ascension as we execute this. I blew the bougie and I rooted y'all fruity when the retribution hits. Ruth, I philosopher, leaving foolish kids fluid. I bathe the gasoline right with a match to a spitfire. Even pics of me performing. Kevlar flyer, got the rhyme pattern that creates a shadow in the dark. Take my voice box and I tap my throat to do the part. Khalif, mad cow flow. I speak nothing to be known for battling all from label execs to street team and I could sell coke from my sweat glands I'm that dope just calling me the best considered an insult Cause I got nothing Rap is my grind So you know I got to say something I'm rapping so tired Olympian gold strive Smart up at the mouth My guess who taking blood dives Check my persona Smoke the finest marijuana Wanna rhyme and Tijuana So tired Kept me off a cone Wasn't for this rap bit I'll probably be a goner Brother good Find a path Substituted for my missing father City under siege Best belief we caught the mayor Party timing with the speed of a horse Of course we there Old ladies pass by Say no boys need prayer Yet still I'm after many dollars We close eyes I've got dive off of city tiles Immune to hangover Cause I remain sober till the Haney hollers Hey yo, ask son how he living Southmore lives long through songs like John Lennon Hey yo, the S is for the soul we possess And the O is for the people that the country's oppressed Hey yo, you and United we stand And the L is for the love of the music that you lack And damn and T cause we together in this I for ingenuity Man cause we got to make hits to read Over. Didn't know gravity, pull the soul tie close and provide balance. We in alignment like the planets. God commanded, we carve our rhymes in stone tablets with patience. Planning for greatness, laying and waiting. This vision is the beginning of history and the making. This is cash. This is not something you can't deny. This is not a drill. This is soul tie. This is soul tie. This is soul tie. This is soul tie. This is soul No cowardice. I shoot birth, rebirth my tolerance. Be fornicating with the spirit of Gucci and Louis. Since I pray, my nigga Shane went and brought a Thule. And he a doctor, but he black, so it's unruly. It's fuck all y'all, these cuss words, it's just words until it's real. Them young kids from the bill, pulling drills. Ski masks on your face, and they don't know who it is. 
smoke enough weed for the two of us. I seen a stripper snorting on the tour bus. I pulled it to the side and asked her, are you sure, love? I know this planet ain't the best, but it's yours, love. Pick up, look up, it's God, I'm calling you. The you and I verse created for all for you. And every time I rhyme, I'm trying to grease stacks. And without reminding myself, I need practice. Oh,